God, the priests of the Israelites. Thank you, Wild. Right. But what if it was easy? <laughs> what if we yeah. streamlined it? Have you thought about yeah, streamlining no, it? Yeah. yeah, just streamline it. <laughs> I would definitely streamline it. Really, we should yeah. just fucking pant and so and really disrupt the sound board. That would really <laughs> break the sound barrier, you know? Wow. Put that on a t shirt and fucking. Get your ass yeah, wait. Kicked. Speaking of t-shirts, where did you get this like goth Elsa shirt? <laughs> Dude, I got it at a, I got it at Crossroads. Oh, yeah. I don't. Is that a thrift shop a thrift or? Shop, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Is it a Halloween? You met theme? the devil at a Crossroads. It yeah. is. Yeah. I. I mean, I bought it yesterday. It's. Yeah. I'm. It's kind of Halloween. I'm frozen. Um. <laughs> You're the, yeah. the the concept of the film. Frozen. <laughs> I'm frozen. Yeah. I have Elsa. Frozen. Sometimes frozen. you're just frozen. Um. Should I kick us into gear? Get me, yeah, go ahead. And All right. What's up? Off. Welcome to Smite Me, um, an extra spooky edition coming at you live today. Not live, but it's Halloween. Spooky. And, um, spook me. That's, uh, I'm here with my co-host, Ayani Hayashi. Super spooky. And Josh Marcus. Super spooky. Um, and our guest today is my friend, Max Hornstein. What's up? Hello, good to be here on the spooky edition. Some are calling it the werewolf bar mitzvah edition, I think, mm-hmm. a lot of people say. <laughs> yeah, people, I mean, just people are talking. I mean, not to yeah. not to skip too far ahead, but we have a pretty spooky uh, spooky Torah portion coming at you this week, just by, by coincidence. Also, um, what's nice is recording on Halloween, so it won't come out on Halloween. So everyone will have already experienced Halloween, which feels like Jewish holidays in a nutshell because yeah, cons- they move around. Our episode, consider us like the cheap candy you can buy in bulk on November 1st. Not that this is going to come out November 1st, but I'm saying like the week after Halloween – prime time for halloween <laughs> right stuff um yeah it's like you still enjoy it but you know it's like it's 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 all it's all right yeah exactly it's like the jewish holiday thing where like the orthodox like there's actually a third day of halloween that you don't know about <laughs> yeah. that's right. what people are going to be celebrating right exactly it's the yes. spookiest one of them all oh um, like a second seder sort of deal exactly like, yeah. why do you do it twice is this like because twice as spooky um <laughs> i I uh, Max is a comedian from Minnesota, and we also went on um, our little semester-long Israel trip together in high school that um, influenced both of our brains so much. And, and... Zionist Rumspringa. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. That's like not even not exactly what but that is, but a little bit. I just wanted to say those two words <laughs> together. It was that was really where we kind of shed our images as the weak shtetl Jews to become kind of the manly men you see before you today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. I went, I went to the to Kibitsuba a boy, and I left a man. Um, I had. Did you abs. guys do the thing where you fired an M sixteen? Oh in yeah, the desert maybe. and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. It was my. Pro- I think it was all of our profile pictures for a little <laughs> bit on Facebook. <laughs> it's like the. It's like dudes on tinder with their fish but it's just like <laughs> you know suburban jews with m16s that's that's wow that's crazy it's yeah it's pretty sinister but like but it's also funny because like during the during the week where we had to do like fake idf training i didn't even it never even really registered to me how fucked up it was like 
in like a larger political scale. It was more just like this fucking sucks. I hate this. <laughs> I have to run in a heavy suit. Uh, this is ass. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's that's probably... that's also there's like a aspect of since they're like kind of indoctrinating like American kids in particular that like oh yeah guns and like pretending to be in the military like I know people who do that at home where I think maybe people from other countries would be like I'm supposed to serve in the fake military for a day no thank you but your gun like... is like the big reward at the end of running around all week and like I don't even remember what we fucking did I really I think we just sat through like seminars and. Like, dicked around. They made us do, like, ten push-ups, but they were like, you're not actually in the army, so we can't, like, actually make you do that much physical activity. (laughs) (laughs) We're not actually allowed to break you down to to the core of your individual selves and build you back up as a soldier. (laughs) But that was the weird thing about it. John, I don't know if you remember. It was, like, us. It was, like, American kids on, like, the semesters and then a bunch of, like, new Russian teens, like, new immigrants from Russia who, like, had to do it for some reason also with us. Who who had moved to Israel? Yeah. Like, because there's, there's, like, a big... I don't know if you guys do Israel on here to, like, keep your viewership wide, but I, like, there was, like, it was a bunch of, like, Americans, like, snobby Americans, and then a bunch of, like, Russians who were, like, acting out at home (laughs) and had to, like, do it as, like, punishment. I dare, yeah, I'll send your ass to Israel. Do you remember (laughs) when? No, no, not Israel. They were, like, Russian teens, Israeli Russian teens, Jewish Russian teens, who were acting out at home and had to get sent oh, to the well, like fake IDF. I think IDF. there's also were there were wow. there Israeli kids there that were like actually going to go have to go to the IDF. Yeah, eventually? but I think it's like a punishment. I think it's like a I don't know like how they do like boarding school or like military school here because military school there I feel like it's just like well you, everyone's going to do it anyway. Yeah, right. right. Don't, what do they do with the bad it's, kids? That's so bizarre. Do you remember wow. when Max? Do you remember when it started at the end of that trip? Like the end of that. Uh, Godna, I think it was called, or whatever, the fake IDF training, when it started, like, pouring, like, storming really hard, and all the Israeli kids left, and they put us in a gymnasium. <laughs> and yeah. then that one is, as we were, as we were leaving, that one, one Israeli kid just goes, like, we leave, you stay, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at that moment, you're like, yeah, fuck me, absolutely. <laughs> okay, this is another thing why Facebook is magical for, like, rehashing memories of our semester there i still follow or like am friends with the woman who was our like sergeant or like our commander oh really she uh and she was like uh-huh. two years older than us and like <laughs> looking at what she became like we were like scared she was like this like brassy like military woman but then like when you see her facebook she did like uh like the ribbons gymnastics which oh, like totally the, doesn't the twirling yeah and like hula uh-huh. hoop she was like a festival girl basically well but she was like uh, giving us orders to do push-ups she dropped me from the roster long ago when it <laughs> <laughs> so, i wouldn't know about her facebook but yeah that might reflect poorly on me that i'm still like tracking a lot of people no, from like I mean, 10 years ago <laughs> it's the point of that stupid website is to just be like oh we met once like let me find sure, out but- when you get engaged <laughs> anyone have any uh shit anyone have any jews in the news or any fun little bits that we usually open our show with smiteable deeds yeah let's see yeah max do you do anything that would get you lightning bolted from the heavens oh probably i mean i definitely so i i just got a new job 
and I like I work in a deli, which is cool, right? Like very Jewish, except it's only pork in the deli. I was oh. gonna say, is it an Italian deli? Because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like me. I like when I tell other Jews I'm like I work at a deli. They're like, "That's awesome." I'm like, "Yeah, but I live in Minnesota, uh-huh. so it's only pork." And it feels every time I'm like slicing salami and bacon, I feel I don't feel smiteable, but I do feel like some shame of my ancestors a little bit. Mm-hmm. I feel like I mean, they they'd all just be grumbly because it's like as long as you didn't eat it, it's probably technically fine. No, I don't know if it is. I don't <laughs> think you. I don't think you. Well, there's to... a lot of like you touch something that's not pure, and then it's like, well, now we got to cut you off from your kin. <laughs> so at least until the evening. Know. Yeah, uh, yeah. At yeah, the very right. least, you don't get mid. You don't you have get to go snack. for a five hour walk. <laughs> yeah, right. To just sit with your back to the class. That's fun. Did you, anyone else do anything smithable? I kind of have one, and this is kind of a a Josh themed one because Josh often has ones that are like, uh, just like, yeah, I wrote like God's a loser in the margin of my book or whatever. Oh. <laughs> but like, I this this time I wrote neat freak. That's funny. Yeah. Today I was um, reading the holy book while like laying down in bed, and it just felt very like. It felt very wrong. Like my feet were up. Yeah. Like I was reading the new Sally Rooney novel. <laughs> yeah, right. Like it's like I, look me in the eye. You know, right? Like I feel like I should be at a desk, like studying. But no, I'm just like ca- leisurely reading mm-hmm. it. You're not supposed to like read the first line of Genesis and then scratch your balls. I understand. <laughs> yeah, it feels yeah. it feels almost sensual. Like 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 kind of laying next to the Bible. Mm. Yeah, it felt it felt wrong. Uh, I have a quick. Maybe we would probably all get at least a condemnation from the uh, mm. from the good Lord upstairs, because uh, I I know that a few of us in this room, and we're, technically we're celebrating it right now, this spooky holiday with spookiness in the air. And guess what? Mm. Devils and witches and shit. That's not on the okay list. You don't get to invite them over for yeah, Passover. True. This is some. This is pagan shit that's happening tonight. It's all just a jack o' lantern's like, an idol. Yeah. An effective one, too. And, like, (laughs) people eating candy, generally having fun, you know, kind of showing off their bodies maybe a little bit. I don't don't know that any of of this really conforms with God's word, Um, which is good. That's why people have fun on Halloween. Um, But, yeah, everyone, repent. Fucking... Bring 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 birds bring birds to your local temple and, and chop their heads off. Rub them on the stairs. Um, you can explain to the police that it's that it's I was for religion. Say now, if you were like, "Look, sir, I was just following the tour," they'd be like, "Yeah, you can't do that." Like, <laughs> you beheaded a ram on the steps of this, like lit it on fire. Yeah, we don't. I technically, don't do that if you anymore. did that on the steps of a synagogue, I think that's a hate crime. I know that's a big misunderstanding. Is what that is. I don't think it's on a technicality. I think that's very clearly a hate crime. (laughs) (laughs) If you follow the literal word of God at the house of God, that's a hate crime. Okay, I must be living an upside down cancel world. (laughs) (laughs) Things have gone too far. Ah, cool. Wow. Okay. Any Jews in the news? You have to break the news. What Jews? It's news. Including Jews. Jews in the news. Well, this is like, I don't know. This is kind of, again, we were talking earlier, maybe before we started recording, just about how I feel like I'm turning into my father, my like Jewish father. And that is how I feel because I'm like very into following the Jews who are playing in the World Series right now. 
<laughs> like, I don't care about anybody else. But if, like, that guy's Jewish, and he doesn't even, like, you know, it doesn't matter how religious, he, you know, he is or his upbringing, but, like, the fact that there's a Jewish baseball player, mm-hmm. I think that's awesome. We can and I uh, think move it, on from Sandy Koufax not well, pitching that's to the, the thing. Passover. I think, like, we were told that every Jewish kid knows the Sandy Koufax story and was, like, for a brief moment was, like, I will be that pro yeah, athlete who right. retains Jewishness. And then quickly we learned that that was not for us. Yeah. That we could not be doing that. So when uh-huh. the Jews do make it, and it's only in baseball too, I think, right? The sport where they're in slacks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a belt is part of the uh-huh. uniform. Yeah. Uh, how about, here's a hot take, is that the Sandy Kovac story is a story about him withholding his labor. How about that? Oh, kind of a Jewish unions-like story. The one thing I will give credit to uh, to us as the people overall is we, we tend to be on the right side of labor issues. Um, oh, yeah. Not everyone, but the vast majority of, of of us seem to at least get the idea that, like, no, we can all lift each other up. Mm-hmm. Except for the really rich people, but I don't know if that's culturally Except big. Except for the, well, the historic class. This, yeah. And there are them, you know. And, like, historically, I feel like we've always been, like, a union folk. I feel yeah. like the, like, yeah. Yiddish Definitely. union Definitely tradition. Definitely the U.S. I think Definitely it's not in... an accident that a lot of the, like, foremost anarchist thinkers are also Jewish. And, like, I don't think they're particularly religious, but they're, like, yo, like, communitarianism and shit is how to move things forward. Who's a who's a Jewish anarchist thinker? Murray Bookchin. Okay. Yeah. Get and what? Emma, Emma Goldman, right? Is that who yep. is? That's who every, everyone who's, like, cool has, like, a poster of Emma Goldman in their mm-hmm. room. Like, that's how you know you're in, like, a lefty Jewish house. <laughs> yeah. I also think it's funny that you describe that because I think as a kid there were a couple of Japanese baseball players and that was like white adults. They thought they like had it nailed that like I know how to get this kid into baseball. Like, oh. oh. There's yeah. one of your just, color in there. <laughs> I was just talking to a friend, like a Japanese friend of mine about this, about like our dads and how like they only care about like the baseball player that like matches their ethnic or like religious background. Yeah, and he was Japanese, and it's like the exact. It was like uh-huh. a shot for shot remake of like yeah. what our dad said to us. That's yeah. kind of endearing. That like dads across cultures are just like that one. That one's ours. That one's <laughs> yeah. ours. We got him. It didn't work yeah. though. Baseball's dumb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoa. That's a, yeah. Ayani <laughs> famously hates baseball. Ichiro's fucking cool though. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Ichiro's the man. I'm just thinking about adults waving Japanese baseball players in front of your face. You had to, you had to kind of be like, okay, this one's kind of like weird, fun vibes. I don't know. Oh, you know, I was. This is not that related, but I was watching um, the Thor movie for the first time yesterday, um, and there was just some wild representation going on in that movie. Like everyone in the Norse world has a British accent, except for one guy who has a very like orientalist version of a japanese accent and i was like what's going on here (laughs) is i don't know it's just very like 2011 of it all uh was like a really open concept where it's like oh yeah we have a scottish person an english person an irish person they don't get along yeah for sure and he i don't even think he like has a name but he's like definitely (laughs) they're like we we did it oh that would be a fun game diversity play or bad actor like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to say on this one, diversity play. I think he, he worked with what he was given, but uh, I was like, interesting. 
Yeah, I don't know. There's also something to be said about, like, fantasy and superhero movies, and they're like, made-up culture, what if they were Spanish? And that could yeah, right. or yeah, be in the thing. Were there any Jews for. in the Thor movie? Um, what, what do I need to tell my dad? <laughs> no, I honestly have to make a new drop for Jews in the Thor movie. Jews <laughs> in <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, probably not, probably not a single one. Unless, Wait, like, no, Natalie Portman's in that franchise, isn't she? Oh, well, that's a true... I mean, but in the and show... she's, in like, the movie, Queen Jew. That's true. I guess, like, in real life... A real-life Jew, but... Yeah. Yeah, okay. She counts. <laughs> <laughs> and, she's, and she's an astrophysicist. Oh. PhD. So... <laughs> In the movie, uh, not in real life. I don't know. Oh, I what thought maybe. Are looking like. I, I mean, she. I could thought be, maybe though. she was, and I felt nothing. <laughs> I felt yeah. nothing. Not that much is riding on whether Natalie Portman has a PhD for me. I don't know about you guys, but nah, <laughs> I, I think about it from time to time. Yeah, I mean, we, I've, we've asked ourselves, but beyond that, I don't know. Oh, it, this is. We'll get to it. It's where the god. Fun fact though about actors with PhDs. Uh, fucking uh, Dolph Lundgren is like a. Like a world-renowned chemist. What? Yeah, <laughs> that's random. <laughs> it's very random. He like went and did a bunch of like complete meathead roles in the eighties, uh, and then was like, "But you know what's really cool? Chemical engineering." Not a bad way to step out of the spotlight. Yeah. All right. Should we get into this fucking double chapter? Yeah. Uh, ex- super spooky extravaganza. Numbers. We're in. We're in the book of numbers. We have a. Uh, uh, we have curtains. Should have called it the phone book. We have curtains in this one. We have skin disease again. A lot of the classics coming back. Narrative as a concept returns, which is mm. pretty cool. Triumphantly. Um, yeah. A uh, couple more countings. Don't worry. There's some abortion. There's. Uh, there's kind of a lot to go into here. So basically, to recap where we were. Uh, ev- the the opening of numbers was basically a big all population census and, and God telling people that you're allowed to have one job um, and that's all you're allowed to do. So we get a little bit of a holdover of that where the Gershonites are supposed to be in charge of curtains. OK, now we're done with that section because the Bible can't seem to like break its thoughts up well. So it's like chapter one. Anyways, from the last chapter, end of paragraph. OK, now we can start. Um, so. Basically, now that everyone has their jobs or whatever, God says, look, it's time to banish anyone who has a skin disease, anyone who came today, and anyone who's touched dead people. And that's kind of like, that's where we're going to go, and that's how we're going to move things forward here. Um, He kind of lays out some extra rules. If you're found guilty of a crime, you must confess, and you have to pay. There's always money involved. With interest. Yep. Interest, of course. We'll figure out what that all is. And, of course, let's make sure everyone is clear that the offerings that the Israelites uh, give to God, they all belong to the priests because, you know, this is – we all know what this is about here. Um, So then we get into some more interesting rules. This one is concerning infidelity, um, in particular if a woman uh, cheats on their male partner because that's the only thing this book is worried about. Um, and the rules are basically that if a woman cheats on her husband, gets pregnant, um, you have to pay the priest because <laughs> duh. Um, and then basically what they do is they make you drink a potion that's made out of just like mud and ashes and just fucking <laughs> garbage. And they make the woman drink it. And then it's kind of like the first witch trial where it's like if she has the kid anyway, then cool. Everything was fine. And if she aborts the baby, then she was cheating on you. 
Can I add one thing, which sure. is that in the in the version I was reading, it said um, like if a spirit of jealousy comes over the man, then that's when you proceed with this whole thing. Which yeah, uh, that's very. I, mean, I dark think that maybe is like the Habad version because like mine was more just sort of like spooky. if you think she's cheating on you, and if you drink this potion, then and if her belly get big gets big and her thigh sags then she did it and if she didn't cheat on you then nothing happens so i mean I, it's a straight up witch trial i'm sorry we can yeah we can yeah, go yeah, we can get into it but am i you can check me on this because i you know i don't know how much i got but weren't they saying like if a dude cheats it's like they were like oh he just had he was just confused don't worry about <laughs> it dude but then they're like but if the woman cheats we got to do this whole thing i so he was confused <laughs> no, it was like a spirit. He was just, look, dude, like, don't worry. You're good. We got it. We got you. I'm you, sure you, you like. You didn't know what was going on. You got to give him like a nickel. Like, oh, it's a witch. It's for sure a witch. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember seeing anything about. I don't think they even said anything ab- about the men. Okay, cool. So I, was I think it's like infidelity into, is like sick. a class okay, of cool. crime. But you might as well read a woman that. Could do. Yeah. <laughs> they might as well just been like, if it's dudes, don't worry about it. Um. So, and then there's this really weird diversion where they talk about Nazarite law. There's not a lot that's very interesting. Basically, you don't, you don't cut your hair. You don't eat grapes. Uh, you don't drink. You don't cut your hair and you don't eat grapes. <laughs> um, they're like ultras for God. Like, they yeah. really, the you take a vow. The only thing worth noting is I think it's interesting that it's not exactly clear if whether being a Nazarite was a good thing or if it was like a punishment. Um, which is just, you know, who knows? Cause it, whatever, who even fucking give it? What the fuck is a Nazarite? Who, who cares? Um, so back to the narrative. So they finally, remember that thing we've been talking about, the tents, all the everything, they put that all together and they rub oil all over everything and everything is sticky and shiny and everything's special. And then all of the t- leaders of the 12 tribes come and they bring spoons, bowls, and bowls. But one of those is spelled with a W. The other one is a U-L-L. Then it goes through literally every single offering of every single tribe of Israel. It's yeah, it's like a receipt. It's bad writing. It's yeah. It's it's wow. Um, Actually, if it were a receipt, it would be like instead of weighing all the tomatoes, they weighed each tomato individually that you got, and they were like, okay, three cents, three cents, three cents. That yeah, was my right. thing. I thought they were all great offerings. I thought everybody did their best, but they all brought the same fucking thing. Like, why do we need? You don't need to tell me what everybody brought. Did they all bring? Oh, you got ask. me another ladle full of incense. It's well, so, they're like, wow. this is the bowl. It had this. This is how much the bowl weighed. And you're like, amazing. <laughs> yeah. And then like, and then the next guy brought the same bowl. And you're like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay, I think I see where this is going. God right. knows what God likes. They, <laughs> I was gonna say they did not. You know? uh, they did not read the wedding registry, which I yeah, learned what that was. Yeah. Yeah. Like, in the car before with their wife like oh god we gotta bring another fucking bowl we do this every year i yeah. hate doing this so that's the end of the first chapter that was not so i forgot to tell you what it was called it was not so it was not so interesting 
Nailed it. Uh, I mean, actually, the first half was pretty interesting and horrific, and the second half was really not so interesting. Well, that was what was crazy. Like, how can you go from, like, they went from, like, here are all the Israelites. I was like, classic numbers, just counting people. And then, like, here's what you do with adulterers. And I was like, whoa, okay. And I like how Chabad also was like, you're going to want the Rashi commentary on for this. Like, they didn't give me the option anymore. They're like, you're going to need help here. We know. And then it just went back to the bowls. It's fun. I was, I was a little shook. It's true. It's like this is like peak biblical writing of just kind of like la 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 la. This is a recipe for an abortion if you want to do that. Not even an, just an abortion though, but like a weird public ceremony of shame. It's crazy, dude. And you know what I love about all of these things is it's never just enough to have the ceremony to to induce a miscarriage. You also have to pay for it. There's, they're not just like, all right, we'll do the thing. It's like, no, okay, first, there's a fee, okay? Because, like, everything is just about extracting wealth out of people, so, you know. Right, but it's also about some man being fucking crazy and making his wife drink a mud potion because he thinks she cheated. Yep. All right, now we're in Bahaloteca, which, as we, during the group chat noted, it really wants to, to uh, correct it to Biblioteca. <laughs> yeah, that's what, yeah. that's what Oh, really? I was me. doing that on purpose. Oh, uh, mine legit wanted to be like, that's not what you want to write. Mm-hmm. I don't really even want to know what it means in Hebrew. This is library. I didn't, I didn't look it up. <laughs> that's what chapter this was. Yeah, I mean, there's really not a reason to, so. Okay, so. Biblioteca, the portion, thing number one. God and Moses have to teach Aaron how to light the menorah. Embarrassing, shameful. Um, then all the Levites shave themselves slick. They scrub their <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Weird uh, little bullets. That's what they say. They scrub their clothes, and then all the Israelites touch them, and then Aaron kind of picks them up and waves them in front of the altar as a waving offering like to God. Like one by one, individually? I don't know. Didn't, they didn't get super into it. The whole group at once with giant and, like, stretchy arms? He's Mr. a strong Kringle old style, man. He's got old man strength. Um, so God says that the Levites are a gift to Aaron, uh, and then basically does the whole thing with the firstborns. Hey, these Levites are a sacrifice to me, basically. That's why you have to treat them uh, really well. I don't get it. You're a Levite for 25 years. You ter- When you turn 25, you become like a real priesty bro. And then when you become 50, you're like retired and you're allowed to like consult, but you're not allowed to do the ceremonies because you're old and gross. You know? um, then God is like, hey, Passover. Remember when I talked about that a couple books ago? We're still doing it. Um, make sure that shit... Uh, even if you're an immigrant. Even, yeah. Oh, yeah, he... Me- I should. I he's should like, know. The law is the law. Yeah, he's like everyone has here. to make a sacrifice. Look, and it doesn't matter if you don't even believe in me. Okay, so after that, there's some. We get into some narrative. There's some dirty boys who are playing with a corpse, and they think it's unfair that they're not allowed to. That's what it says in the book. Come on. Um, it says they basically feel excluded that they're not allowed to make sacrifices on Passover because they're like, I was just playing around with a dead cow, and like I don't see what that has to do with me and my holiness. So Moses goes to God and is like. Here's the situation. Dirty boys, dead cow. They want to make a sacrifice. What should I uh, tell them? And God is like, you know what? If you're unclean and you want to make Passover sacrifice, fine. Go ahead and do it. But the way we're going to kind of like reconcile these things is if you are clean and you don't sacrifice, I'm going to fuck you up. (laughs) 
I love that style of punishment. It's like kind of, <laughs> it's kind of a clever move. It's like it just extends it to everybody. It's, it's like I'm not actually gonna mess with you at all, but everyone else, you like can't fuck up. <laughs> this is where they also reiterate that like that includes foreigners, by the way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like if someone is just hanging out and is like, oh, what's today Passover? It's like, yo, twenty percent of your income today, please. Thank you. <laughs> um, Okay, so uh, we get back into the uh, narrative. Uh, They mention that the Mishkan is now covered, which is like the big tent is always covered by alternating smoke and fire, which we all know is a spaceship. Come on. People people who know, they know. And they basically, they follow the spaceship no matter where it goes. They have a whole, I think they're trying to be poetic, but it really just doesn't come across the way where they're like, look, if it stayed for two hours— they stay for two hours. If it stayed for two days, they stayed for two weeks. If it stayed for the rest of time, they would have stayed for the rest of time. They like to follow the spaceship. Anyways, they make some shofars out of silver, which is kind of fun. Um, and then there's a little thing where they like tell you how to uh, how to coordinate warfare, basically, and be like, a couple of these trumpet blows means these people go and die. A couple of these mean these people retreat. Um, so all the Israelites head out. Judah's boys are in the front. They're like, look, we're gonna, we're here to fuck up people, and you know, really, uh, really set the stage for for some conquest. Back into narrative, uh, J- Jethro's kid apparently has been hanging out for a long time, uh, and Moses is like, hey man, I know you're not like Jewish, but you should come hang out with us. His name's Hobab. Hobab, hang out with us. We're gonna go to Israel, and Hobab <laughs> is like, nah, I'm good. I'm gonna go home. This is. This has officially gotten weird. <laughs> You've been talking about this tent for like a year. Yeah. <laughs> now that I see it all built and whatever, I'm a little underwhelmed. I think I'm going to go hang out with my dad. Um, so they start every time they leave, they start the journey that Moses goes, hey, may your enemies be scattered and those that hate you flee. And that's just that's the morning little chant that they do. And they're like, oh, I got to get ready for the day. Um, then there's a little story. This is a fun little story. So all the people in the Israel, in the camp of the Israelites were apparently quote unquote, looking to complain, which is an awesome fucking turn of phrase. Um, and God gets really, really angry. They were, yeah, they were looking to complain. They were just looking for anything, trying to tear God apart. Um, and God gets really pissed off. So he literally sets fire to the edge of the camps. Um, God is so sensitive. Burning ensues. He's like Chappelle. <laughs> I can, I feel like any like I can't get over this like any reading of even the Bible. I'm like this is this could be anti-Semitic. Like that's how I feel. Even reading the Torah, I'm Dude, like, oh, that yeah. comes on, up guys. a lot. Yeah. Yes. That's it's pretty. The secret of Torah study is the deeper you get in, the more you hate the Jews. It's. <laughs> Well, yeah. Or these Jews, I should say. Not, not all. Hashtag not all. But just, <laughs> the, uh, just these ones. All right. So what are, the, what are the people complaining about? They're complaining about how they don't have fucking jack shit to eat. They're like, look, mana is cool and whatever. But remember in Egypt, there was fish and onions and leeks and watermelons and cucumbers. They call those out all in the I'm not making that shit up. Yeah, um, no, it's kind of they had a little Mediterranean diet. Yeah, they were like, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, shit was delicious back. Yeah, uh, that's back why in they Egypt. could eat. Yeah, and they never like gained weight. They're just like it was just all yeah, natural. They, just, stuff. they were working out all the time. <laughs> so, and then they great. mentioned that manna basically kind of tastes like uh, coriander seeds. So, just like 
all spice, no substance, and uh, is like oily. And it's just kind of bleh. Which I think is funny because I always learned in Hebrew school that like the manna could taste like whatever they wanted. And it's in the I, Bible. It's I like, thought it was I, like Popham's donut holes. I don't know. I, that was probably just I think it's thinking. just like flaky, flowery bread. And they're, yeah, yeah it just kind of tastes like garbage. Um, <laughs> so this pisses off God. And then there's this kind of hilarious moment where God is pissed off and Moses is like, look, can we like figure something out? Or whatever, and God's like, hey, Moses, I don't know how to tell you this, but you're kind of a fucking idiot, and I hate you. And Moses is just like, look, <laughs> not to be a stickler, but I did legit, legitimately not ask to be this prophet guy. Uh, and he has this really fun thing where he's just like, if I'm really this most special boy in the world, and I'm really your chosen one, and you say you love me, just fucking strike me dead. What <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a moody teen. Oh, oh my god. It's pretty hilarious. He's just like, oh yeah, I'm the special one, kill me then. Show me that you care. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, he's like 120. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know, you guys. I feel like we need to say something to Moses about this relationship he's in. This well, for both of them, good. it's just like, um, well, we'll get into it, but really a hilarious dynamic all around. So it's the- like Moses hates the Jews. The Jews hate God. God <laughs> hates the Jews. <laughs> Moses wants to, God to kill him. <laughs> So I'm just going to continue. They have a a, a little bit of an exchange. So God basically continues to throw a fit and is basically like, all right, Moses, well, if they want to eat meat so bad, I'm going to let them eat meat for a whole straight month straight. So much meat that it comes out of their nose. How's that for (laughs) eating, you fucking idiots? And then he poisons it. Does he say the nose thing? Yeah, he does. And then what I love about this, though, is Moses responds with, like, the most reasonable he's ever been in the entire fucking story of the Bible. And he goes, how the fuck am I supposed to tell 600,000 people that they're going to get enough, like, meat to eat for a month? That's insane. And God is just like, fuck you, Moses. You're a bitch. Um, so, uh, basically, and then finally to cap off this exchange, Moses gets all the leaders of all the tribes together and is like, look, this is what God says, fucking meat for a month t- comes out your noses and whatever. And then two of the leaders kind of stay behind and start being like, oh, I can prophesy. I can talk to God. So all these people kind of like run up to Moses and are like, hey, man, like these people are saying they can talk to God. We got to kill them or maybe imprison them. And Moses literally is just like, yeah, I wish they fucking would talk to him. Um. <laughs> He's fucking done. So the next day, God makes a bunch of quail show up, and all the people who want meat start eating them, and they all die of food poisoning at the end. Um, God, the the ever-loving God. Then we go into uh, this other little interesting little tidbit where uh, Miriam and Aaron are kind of hanging out with Moses, and all of a sudden, they start just being racist. And they're like, hey, uh, your (laughs) wife is, uh, is a woman of a different race, and I don't think that's... Uh, that's the thing that God wants. And God, man, don't really know how to feel about this. Uh, swoops down, basically, and is like, look, Moses is my boy. If you guys were as special as Moses, I would talk to you face-to-face and not fucking give you weird visions and stupid shit. You fucking morons. Leave <laughs> Moses alone. By the way, Miriam, leprosy. Bow. Um <laughs> And then at the very end, Moses is like, oh, hey, I appreciate you coming to my defense and whatever, but could you, like, chill with the leprosy on the Miriam? And God goes, nah, that's the end of the chapter. Um, ah, man, wow. You go. <laughs> the, uh, God, God is back. God is back to, like, true form, and it's kind of fun. God's back. <laughs> yeah, wow. 
Yeah. I... We haven't had a true one where God was on one for like the whole portion in a while. Yeah. Anybody have any kind of overarching thoughts about these two chapters? They're wildly different. Oh, yeah. Which is fun. Yeah. Um, I like how I feel like because of like the Halloweenness of it, like I like how I feel like there's like a big resurgence in like the like Jews are like kind of witchy and cool, like not in an anti-Semitism kind of way, but in like a like people are into it in like, like a Kabbalah like, kind of way. In a Kabbalah kind of way, and in like a Madonna kind of way, exactly. Like an Ella so, Emhoff kind of kind of. Yeah, yes, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like that's what's on the forward. That's like the Hayalma thing that that folks are into right now. And at reading, I like don't read. Okay, spoiler: I like don't read the Torah that much. Sorry, turn off your mea culpa. But, <laughs> but, I, and I, but I picked it up for you fellas. Mm. And reading that first part of Numbers, I was like, I don't think Jews are witchy at all. I don't get this. Like, I don't get where people see it. And then going through all of this, the, like, abortion cheating part to, like, this whatever manna part. And then I'm like, okay, no, yeah, I get it. I'm all aboard. Oh, yeah, there's some I'm spooky in, stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, what's it called? When God, was it Ioni, the one you always bring up about God, like, turning the land into copper to punish people? Yeah. <laughs> Why did he do that? No, it's just a threat he makes. It's an idle, godly yeah. threat. <laughs> oh, it's when sure. he, like, pulls up the shirt to show the gun. That's, like, one of the things, <laughs> like one of the things he's working with. <laughs> yeah, he threatens to turn the sky into glass. Yeah, he threatens to make all of one's actions just not amount to anything. Just the existential. Imagine if you started making threats like that on the basketball court. <laughs> yeah, it's like weird existential trash. I will dog. turn the land into <laughs> copper. <laughs> Try me. I'll Look turn your. I'll give your girlfriend out. leprosy. Might that might shut some people up? <laughs> yeah, for a week. Also, yeah. it's weird the fact that his brother and sister like now like th- there's been talk about Moses being married to a woman of another race before but it's weird that like it's circling back now and for no reason his siblings are being like moses we need to talk we decided that we're racist again um so (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's been cool it's been a little more chill on the racism for a little while because now they're like dealing with matters of administration and like census taking and stuff but now that they kind of got that out of the way they're like back to being racist again it's also now we can focus on our real passion it's also bizarre that god kind of shows up to the like nothing we know about god is that like he's cool with the whole like racial mixing and whatever so it's weird that he just like hops down and is just like i'll throw hands for you dude yeah it's like <laughs> god doesn't like other races but the only thing he doesn't like more the only thing he dislikes more than other races is people dissing him and his special yeah he doesn't he doesn't like having to follow his own rules yeah so he's like yeah my boy can data can be married to what's what what is she oh it's also kind of strange i was reading into it she he's married to a kushite woman which they basically mean someone who's probably from ethiopia so you could read into it somebody who's probably black it seems like it actually might be a different woman from his first wife who knows who cares? The Bible doesn't. They don't bother to name her. Probably he's 120. Mm. Yeah, and he's then, probably doing Larry well, King numbers. You know, R.I.P. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Although honestly, this is like I mean we're skipping ahead a little bit, but it's like where's Miriam been this whole time? She's just kind of. I think Miriam might have been a a a a. I want to say like 45 percent made up character that we learned about in Hebrew school. And I think she probably shows up at the, uh, the shores and does her dance where she's like, we'll crush our enemies. And they're, 
brains will come out as jelly and that'll be fun. And then she's like, also, I'm racist. And then that might be it. I see. I, yeah. In my like childhood, I was like, oh, like Moses and Miriam kind of, I guess this isn't a perfect analogy, but like a Bill and a Hillary Clinton situation where they're both forces in their own right. I think that's actually a perfect analogy. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, I'm with it. You know, just like they're both I'm with that analogy. They're both making it happen. Um, well, I feel like this, there's not that much more to say about the census. It's like, yeah, these, you know, scrupulous, they got a lot of, they keep good track. Is there more to be said about the witch hunt? I feel like maybe. Yeah. I, yeah. We got yeah. plenty I was going to say, I think we could I, skip the, skip the numbers portion. The oh, part I will say many... this though. I will say this about numbers is that it was, I had a numbers like was my Torah portion. Oh. And I don't remember which one. It definitely wasn't this. They should not give this to any 13-year-old boy to try to, like, figure out what to say to the congregation. But I remember being so upset because it was so fucking boring. Uh-huh. I was, like, I was in tears with my mom when we, like, after we picked the portion. Because I was, like, it's oh, just no. numbers and it's just them talking. Like, there's, I can't work with this. There's no material. <laughs> I can't work like this. I can't do this. God damn it. And then, yeah. And I, I think I still carry that to this day. So when John hit me up and was like, we're doing numbers, I was like, fuck. But this turned out what to did be... You, this, do you remember what your like speech was about? How did you it was spin? Something about How did you like, shine this turd is what was, I'm asking. It was something about like the measurements of the tabernacle. That was a whole oh, thing. That's, did you guys do that one already? Up. Yeah, we did that one. It's brutal. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Cubits, it was uh, Homer's. Yeah, exactly. And it shekels. was just like I think that they just like let me like riff a little. Like they were like it's like I think I put up a big enough stink where they're like just do it about the half Torah. It's more interesting. It's fine. Oh wow! I think like, make nice. your... it's worth noting too that like not for this one, the chapter we did before. I was looking into the Chabad like, hey, what what is this chapter about and whatever? And it's literally like their take on it is about like. What is the responsibility of a man to his family? And <laughs> numbers. <laughs> They're yeah. doing the same thing. They're yeah. doing what yeah. I did with my Barista speech. They're riffing about what they actually uh-huh. wanted to talk about at the top. And then rabbis, they're like, oh. Rabbis have to do this shit every year. Like, people who are rabbis for a long time, they have to come up with a new take every year. Or, like, yeah. at least put a new spin on it. So, yeah. And right, also, got, yeah. they have to sound smart doing it. Like, we can just be dumb. We can just be like, yeah. you know what it's about? It's about how uh, sometimes when movie franchises are rebooted, uh, they're not as much as we enjoy them as a child. So whatever. Yeah. <laughs> That's what numbers uh, this, is about. Honestly, this weird like adultery test reminds me of one of those like auto-generated links on a website where it's like, this one weird chick <laughs> to test out if she's cheating. Like, listen up, fellas. Like, this is, it's like bizarre. It's very bizarre to me. And then, yeah, if you're a rabbi, you have to be like, well, this is actually very important. Well, that's what, like, rabbis, okay, insider knowledge, uh, two of my family members are rabbis. And I, I, if I had my shit together enough, I would have consulted them before doing this to sound smart, but I didn't. So I'm, I'm in it Even better, you, you get to play it for them and <laughs> see what they say. I, this whole yeah. time I've been thinking about it, and they're going to be like, you fucking idiot. You, like, <laughs> how, how did we come from the same ilk? You would know, have no idea what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um but and you'd say, look, there's a lot of complaining Jews in the Torah, and then there are a couple like, wise ones. The line they, they decided to complain. Yeah. <laughs> decided to get her in a little trouble. Yeah, so. Uh, but I feel like with the, like, the, the, like, witch trial thing, I feel like there's something there that I'm just not 
understanding. I don't know. Do you guys feel like you like understood all of it and like under got yeah. what they were trying to say? I think when you get out of the like, because I think we read the same version. When we get when you get out of the um the metaphor of it slash the like weird euphemistic language, they're basically what they're talking about is basically like you give them this mixture of like. It's like an abortion lottery, basically. It's like, will it work? Who knows? So it's it's probably just like a bunch of fucking charcoal and just like stuff that won't necessarily kill you, but you also shouldn't be like eating. You know what I mean? Word. Like mud by itself, probably not going to kill you, but you're not supposed to like eat it with your oatmeal. And yeah, like, like flaming Hot Cheetos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think they basically do that, and when they're talking about the stuff like rupturing the thigh and whatever, they're talking about basically like a woman bleeding out the fetus. Um, mm-hmm. And like her uh, bloating yeah. and shit is all about her just like essentially becoming infected in her womb. It's fucking dark. It's right. fucked. Well, and it's like – and underlying it all is like a desire to kind of preserve male – like male uh, honor in a way it's sort of like if she dies then it was her fault so she should have died and then if she lives she's clean so it actually everyone's fine and she didn't do anything wrong so it's sort of like a this this arrangement where there's like no way the man could have anything bad and there's even there's, right there's no result mine, it literally says the man shall be clear of guilt but that woman shall suffer for her guilt it's like oh okay well yeah. there you go boop, it's, boop, like, boop. <laughs> it's like it's like yeah i would love to hear a rabbi talk about that maybe i should go to synagogue more often that like to what like what do you say to like apply that to a oh you know they just they instead of talking about that they really hone in on the numbers aspect they're like look curtain rods curtains (laughs) (laughs) like here's the importance here's why everybody needs to do the census Uh, there's also this other thing or they just go in the really like kind of cop-out move where they go extremely abstract well it's like ah, it's like don't worry about the particulars but like don't cheat on your husband or wife like, uh, well, yeah, <laughs> I think that could probably be the thing. You a lot know, of times. it's like yeah. the modern version is a divorce. It's like, no, it isn't. <laughs> That's not. It's, yeah, I feel like a lot of like, like the liberal, more liberal institutions that we all grew up in, like, kind of have to just do the thing where they're like, and now we believe in women's rights and uh, yeah. this is bad, but here we go. So this is what we have. <laughs> this is not I've... completely related. I just kind of want to ask a question to everyone. Uh, it, I was kind of discussing this with my girlfriend. If you give someone like like a friend of yours or a significant other something that they're allergic to on accident, you have technically poisoned them, right? Sure. No. What? Uh-oh. <laughs> on accident? <laughs> I say yes. Yeah, on accident. You can still poison someone on I accident. I say you yeah. yeah. If somebody yeah, okay. me, I think it's more about the effect on someone. Right. You know, I've interestingly been having a wrestling with the word poison. Uh, in my work just because i've been writing about the death penalty a lot recently and i've been trying to make sure whenever i use the words that it doesn't shy away from like the fact that it's killing people so sometimes i just call them killings like oh you know the last time oklahoma had a killing as opposed to using poisoning as a verb yeah or but then i also said like because there's all these weird issues about like states don't say where they got the lethal injection drugs and like other, other, I've seen other papers call them medicine, but it's like it's not medicine if you're using I feel like it to kill def- someone. That's fucking dark. Wow. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, no, it's poison. Like where they source the poison to kill. I think that's the killing. Yeah. Wait, they won't yeah. tell states. Won't like you don't know no. where they where they no, get it. No, because most pharmaceutical companies don't make it anymore because it's uh, too controversial. Okay. And they had people kind of pressure them not to, so they go to these kind of like 
shady or small time pharmacies who are still willing to do it and they promise them confidentiality in exchange for supplying them the lethal injection oh. poison. Right. It's, it's pretty fucking grim. Yeah. That just means they're anyway. small enough that you can burn them down with a group of ten people. That's why they have to be anonymous. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. 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 I like how we even gotta, drug companies are like, whoa, whoa. Yeah, right. Can't. Big Pharma is like, I don't know about the ethics of this one. They're like, it's probably time. Wow. But anyway, poisons, then and now. I mean, that's... Ayane, make a drop. No, <laughs> poison! Po- poison! <laughs> that girl is poison. That one Because can... she cheated on you. That one we could just do an air horn. <laughs> yeah. True. Easy. That one's an easy one. Um, yeah, I don't Wait, know. what's up with the belly sagging in the thigh? Like, that shit's all really weird, right? That's a miscarry. A miscarriage, oh. yeah. Yeah, that's I think, what we're yeah, thinking. Maybe they just don't know. They don't, they, I don't think they got, like, a full grasp on the vagina, to be honest with you. Like, how it works. The entire, yeah. the entirety, I would say, of the, the female reproductive system. They got... Yeah. The entirety of just, like, the female, like, existence in the universe. They're still confused whether or not they're people slash citizens slash... Yeah, they're, like, seeing it through, like, a keyhole. And they're like, well, like, here's one thing I saw once. Yep. Is it good? No. Rabbis, you want to write in? Tell us your hot takes? Let us know. And smite me, podcast at <laughs> gmail.com. You're going to get both yeah, the people but, in my but, family. I, I was going to say, gonna what? Are they them like, about this. Yeah, Max's family, if you're listening, <laughs> get sound off in the comments. Well, I, I feel like <laughs> Have your voice heard. Like, a good rabbi would like get into the messiness and be like, "Yeah, all right, like totally." Let's go. They'd be like, "Debate me, bro." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just fucking own us. I like want that. I want a rabbi to hear this and then challenge us and win, probably. But I would love fun. to see how they be this on the weird abortion potion and. Yeah, that's true. Why that's it's true. cool that the men don't ever have to? They don't even have to pay for a like. Oh, my bad fee. If they like end up being fine it's just kind of like oh well i guess everything can go back to normal and no harm was done yeah, yeah. the man won't suffer the women will i mean it says it right there that's true. the rules there we go yeah mm-hmm. i want to talk about the the next chapter that i kind of i thought i read it but a lot of what you said sounded unfamiliar to yeah honest. me too i feel un, i feel like i didn't do the homework after it's, that project i mean it's a fun little bit there's a lot of talking um I think number one, I gotta say, the combination of like complaining about the foods that they can eat, and then also the fact that they use the phrase, and the Israelites were looking to complain, like their lives were so perfect, but these fucking annoying Jews can't help themselves that they gotta be like, oh, what happened to all the fucking thing? Looking to complain is so good. And the punishment yeah. for that is just like, all right, who's standing a little bit too far from their tent? I also just can't get over the, like, this is just, like, some kind of, like, psychological warfare where it's, like, oh, you want meat so much? Like, I'm going to first make you, give you so much meat, you find it disgusting, and then I'm going to poison it, and then they die. Like, it's not just, like, ooh, they have a little tummy ache. It talks about, it's just, like, this, like, storm of quail comes. Everyone has this, like, disgusting, like, gorging on quail, and then they just all get buried at the end. (laughs) It's... It's very... It's pretty metal. Yeah, it's, it's, it is pretty metal. <laughs> like, it would only be more metal if they were eating crows or ravens. <laughs> yes. It's a little funny that it's basically pigeons, but, you know. 
I like one thing I think is is a funny thing I've noticed throughout. Like a lot of it was in Exodus, but we got some of it in Leviticus too. It's where it's like there's this kind of amazing like mutual contempt all around. It's like the Israelites are like this sucks. Like we're just wandering around. Moses is like dealing with the Israelites sucks. They're always just whining. God's like dealing with the Jews suck because they are grateful to me. It's like everyone just kind of hates each other. And the text is really upfront about that. It's just sort of like, yeah, this like no one's going to like this, but it's like your ass is going to get kicked if you don't like just deal with it anyway. Morale is not good. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. Honestly, it's like doesn't or like you'd think if you're laying out the story of like why it's so great to stick with God and like God's going to save you and like deliver you from all the bad stuff, like people would be pretty psyched about it in the, in the official text, but it's really more, it's just like at every chance they had, they just complain. But then they get killed for it. So it's kind of telling you like, yeah, see, God has a plan. So don't, <laughs> I don't know why. I, I know I mentioned it before, but this one, you also get the feeling of just like, are the, are the Israelite people technically kidnapped by God? They don't really seem to be. I mean, they just have nowhere else to go. Yeah. Or they're just like, Again, it was like, I can't remember when we were talking about this, but it was like the act of delivering a people from freedom seemed like a lot more important than sustaining the people after they have been given their freedom. Wait, I just have made a connection. You know all those things that have been going viral where it's a screenshot of a text from someone's boss that's like, I need you to come in tomorrow, and then they're like, I need you uh-huh. to eat my booty or whatever. <laughs> I I feel like that's kind of what happens with Moses and God, right? Where Moses is like, here's the thing. There's, there's a labor shortage, so what I'm going to want you to do is go ahead and kill me, okay? <laughs> if, you, if you're so upset that I'm not doing a good enough job, go ahead and murder me, um, and then find someone to replace me. But uh, until then, I'll fucking see you on Monday. Yeah. I love this. Is honestly one of the funniest chapters we've ever read. I have to say, from shit like that, it's like the only other joke that I can think of is what is it that they say when like oh it's like the two there was like a chapter earlier when they're still in Egypt and like Moses has just killed an Egyptian slave driver who he saw beating up a Jew and Moses is like all right Jews like let's get going we're gonna get ahead and they're like what are you gonna do fucking kill us <laughs> like that Egyptian guy it's like every now and then they're just that like that little kernel of Jewish humor that is like yeah <laughs> very much appreciated like so gallows like just fucking kill me oh also oh, when man. they were like fucking about to get killed by the egyptians at the red sea and someone is like oh did you just bring us out here to the wilderness because there weren't enough graves in egypt yes pretty pretty zippy little uh pretty zippy little zinger (laughs) yeah and then also i love like what i like to think of as kind of like mixtape era god where he's just like really laying out these just like huge braggadocious threats that are all they're always just like don't test me essentially like there's this like when Moses is like like oh like you're actually gonna bring everyone meat like what you're gonna bring six hundred thousand quails like a day, and then God says, um, "Is there a limit to the Lord's power? You shall soon see whether what I've said happens to you or not." <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> like he's, I mean, like obviously he's it's like in the weird tortured like way they write this thing, but that's still just sort of like oh like you want to see how powerful I am like who knows like we'll see if you're alive, yeah. Don't test him is the rule, you know? That's I, I feel like the, like, Israelites who are like, I don't know about this dude or, like, making quit. Like, that, I relate to that a lot more than, like, 
trying to serve God. Like, that's what I was surprised about in reading this, too. Like, how much of those, like, clapbacks or, like, tension there is. I guess someone who, again, like, hasn't read it, I'm like, oh, this is not, like, a straight and narrow, like, here's what you got to do, here's how you do it. No, it's representation. I really for the, loved, the doubters among us. I really loved how, like, you would kind of, especially with this book, you would expect the complete opposite. But when they literally go to Moses and they're like, "Look, there are people who are saying they're talking to God." He's just like, "I don't give a shit. I wish they would." <laughs> Is that where that ends? Does God do anything to the people who no. are talking to? He's just like, I mean, I think you could probably assume that they ate the quail or whatever, but it doesn't really explicitly say. It's just Moses being like, "I, I'm fucking fed up with the dude." You all talk to him. That's I just so asked funny. him to kill me. He didn't, and I'm upset. Yeah. Um, I do like that he also calls back to the, like, look, I know I'm your servant or whatever, but uh, you forced me into this. I actually said I didn't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, right. I freaking warned you. Uh, you know who seems really into this? Uh, Aaron. I also asked if he could do it. You said no. Should we talk about the leprosy at all? Yeah. Or I mean, you guys, already... like, kind of leprosied out? Have you guys we're, talked about it too we're much? We're a little leprosy out. I mean, <laughs> I mean, gross, right? <laughs> Unfortunate. Well, no, there's a kind of a fun turn of phrase where he talks about like Moses being special and how God talks to Moses mouth to mouth. Like they just stand there whispering, like, <laughs> or like they're they're not like I kind of I feel like that's like they're in each other's grill, like they're like really close. Oh, that every conversation <laughs> yeah. they have is a fucking shouting match. <laughs> yeah, or like, and like, you know how in like Hollywood, like medieval movies or like knights, they're always like holding the back of each other's necks. Like, I promise you, like, I'll yeah. always. Uh, God, like, that's like talking mouth. You to can't mouth. hold the back of. That's the other absurd thing about it is that like, they don't really tell us what the deal is with God in terms of like, how would you grab the back of his neck? Well, that's kind of the the thing is in the tent. Moses, Moses is who Moses like gets to see God for God in like the true form. They talk about. Um, what if God is just like kind of just like a short balding guy? What if he literally because you can't grab God, he just has Moses in a headlock, and he thinks that's talking on equal terms, and he's just. <laughs> I mean, that's basically guy. what is happening. And he's like, times. "Thank you so much." He <laughs> 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 just ends every meeting suplexing Moses. <laughs> I feel so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that was good. I feel like I really got my message across. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's also just interesting that lep- that the punishment is leprosy, and I was noting that, like, having come on you, leprosy, and touching a dead body are all sort of seen as equal in this world of the Bible, which is interesting. So it's like it's, – it's weird that leprosy always keeps coming up because it seems like uh, it's, it's almost lumped into, like, part of daily life. Yeah, there must have just been more leprosy. Like daily also, unholiness. Aaron is... does not get leprosy for doing the exact same shit Miriam did. Right, because he's a man. Yeah. Yeah. But he's still... Pink tax. Pink tax, yeah. Dude. And also, God has, like, <laughs> such a horrible response when <laughs> Moses is like, please, like, don't hurt my sister. And then God just is basically like... Well, like, if a dad gets mad at a woman and abuses her, like, shouldn't she feel bad? <laughs> it's like, oh, that settles it. Great. He says, yeah, he says, if her father spat in her face, would she not bear her shame for seven days? Let her be shut out of camp for seven days and then be readmitted. 
And then they're like, God is like, listen, people do this shit to women all the time. I should know I'm God. (laughs) Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. Also, the audacity (laughs) of God to use is Owen rule to be like, look, if this happened, wouldn't you do this? (laughs) Right. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Because I said so. It's like the boss. You can see here in my book of rules. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Terrible. Um, is it is is leprosy a catch-all for like many diseases or do they mean like leprosy? I feel like it must be like a skin disease. Okay. I don't yeah, I don't think I think there's a real modern day leprosy that is like a specific disease. I think this is just like man, your shit's all weird. Yeah, it's like you're not bathing a lot, you're wearing wool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Things are happening. Someone's going to end up looking a little bit like a lizard. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I also love that I'm kind of reading over it now, and like it says that a boy ran and told Moses, Eldad and Medad are prophesizing in the camp. I love that. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's kind of, just kind of imagine being like you little fucking snitch. Like you don't have anything better to do. Who cares? They're not gonna. They're not gonna find him. Go go play with the ball. <laughs> it talks about them speaking in ecstasy, which is kind of a nice little poetic turn of phrase when Moses is like. Please, like, share the burden of being me with everyone else. And then people are just like, I think it's also funny. I just imagined, like, the kid running into Moses' tent and he looks up, sees that the kid doesn't have a knife, and is just like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) He was, like, waiting. He thought that would be the moment. He's like, finally, take me. And then he's, oh, "Oh, that's really funny. (laughs) (laughs) He thought he was going to get killed. Uh huh. Wow. Well, makes you long for the days when if people busted someone else in a tent, they'd do a weird backwards towel maneuver. There was a, yeah, there was a portion very early on where, what is it? Noah's kids see him naked, drunk in a tent, and then they like cover him with a towel, but they do it backwards. So, oh, so they can't like see him? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a very funny <laughs> maneuver. And then, and then he gets so mad that they've seen him drunk that he makes one of their kids. Like their whole lineage will be slaves. Yeah, forever. that's how slavery got invented. <laughs> yeah. So damn. So anyway, this just and for shit like that, this feels like like some gen. They're like taking it back to Genesis with this one, with just like weird punishments, like weird sex stuff. It's 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 refreshing. It's been a long. It is refreshing. It's been a long time since God snapped his fingers and a bunch of people went up in flames. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, well, but that also sounds like the like Bible that I know and love and yes. yearn for. Do you uh, think there's something to this theory that like the last chapter before this was God and Moses gathering data about how many people there are? So what if then God got just he got word that there are a few too many, and he was like, okay, well it's time for a quail meat genocide. <laughs> Or maybe he's taking the census so that he's like, what's my wiggle room? Like, how much can I fuck with these people? I'm supposed to bring them to the fucking, but I want to have fun. It's oh going to be 40 years. So he's like, oh, there's 600,000 people. Ah, 20,000 of them can die in the quail genocide. That's fine. The quail, in the quail wars. Yeah. They, um, I, you know, they really, this is a little offhand reference, but in one of these chapters, God talks about my household. Yeah. She's just like every now and then it just like winks at like uh polytheism, but not really. Oh, is that it's what just you like think all of us all of us up here like really don't like this and you're like All of who? <laughs> Pardon? Who? Huh? Sorry, let me I'll try and find 
find where it was, but... I don't know. I mean, the Bible's pretty clear that, like, the existence of other gods is real, as far as the Bible. You're just not allowed to... Yeah. You just, like, can't worship them. You're just not allowed to talk about them. Isn't that, like, I'm trying to pull on my knowledge. It's, like, monolatry. The difference between monotheism and monolatry is, like, the... You understand there's the existence of other gods, but you choose one. Mm. I didn't know that one. It's like... uh, Yeah, it seems like that's probably what we are. It's like having an, uh, an uncle in prison. That's what know? we are? I don't think that's what I am. What? No. Or we, we the global we. <laughs> the Jews? royal we for Jews, for... though. Well, I guess, how many yeah. God, John, how many gods do you think there are on the record right now? How many gods? <laughs> Spit it out. I'm going to give Joe Biden's answer when he was asked how many genders there are and say at least three. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Honestly, for like an old man, I'm I'm fine with you saying open end. Like I don't know, a lot. That's like more like with with it in terms of religion than I would like give you credit for. Like being like a liberal kid who grew up in the Bay Area. The fact that like there's at least three gods is like pretty conservative in my head. Or I like the take of like there's only one, but it's not the one you think. You're going to have to figure out. There's only one, but it could be a stranger on the bus, so just keep that. was that. my sister's favorite song growing up was What If God Was One Of Us, which we would, like, have to play that on a loop. Which, is that Christian rock? Is that what that is? Um, I don't know. Is it? I mean, I think who it kind of made its again? way into the mainstream. Yeah. Who, who wrote that? I'm going to look at that? that song. I don't know. What fucking bastard decided that that was going to be their contribution to humanity? That's Joan Osborne. Uh, not of the Osbournes, I hope. <laughs> no, that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be too much. <laughs> that would break my brain a little bit, I'm not going to lie. I would love to hear yeah. an Aussie cover of What If God Was One Of Us. Uh, he's not He's not dead yet, right? We got to write in. We got to make that happen. Uh, I think people like to joke about like uh, Keith Richards and whatever, and, but I think Ozzy Osbourne might be the only person who could potentially live forever. I, I kind of feel the same way. I don't, I would be There's shocked. legit doctors kind of poking at him being like, can we get a little bit into your genetics? Cause you're not supposed to be around <laughs> right now. Didn't yeah. he bite, didn't he bite the head off a bat? Like sure pre COVID. Like that was, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he, was, he was the one who really started that ritual. He was, yeah, he was like the crossover point. <laughs> I'm surprised no one's, wow. You really made, you might have discovered the new, like, it's like the new lab leak theory. It's like yeah. the Aussie leak. Aussie I'll, go, leaks. I'll, I'll, I'll start that here right now. I'm fine yeah. with that. I love On the record, cool man. I love that he did it and his justification was like, look, I thought it was fake. <laughs> did he say that? <laughs> yeah. It's like, I didn't know it was real. I feel like, I feel like you <laughs> would know if you held a... He thought a, it was fake and just I didn't really realize it had a done. heartbeat. Was it alive when he did it? I No, I think it was dead. Okay, but still, I mean, it's like I think if it were alive, it would have put up a little bit more of a fight. How big is a bat head? Are we talking like the They're size of like a clementine it's orange? Got to be within range of a rat head, like a little right? kitty, the same right? Thing. Yeah. Okay. I think the biggest bats get to be the size of like a small dog, so it, it can't be that. Whoa! Big. What the fuck? They're yeah. bats that big? Yeah, vampire bats. There's one right behind you, Josh. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not even gonna turn Halloween. around. <laughs> yeah, oh, spooky! Back to spooky. What Are a, there what any a, bats? 
we kind of got off the rails, and I'm not going to lie, I put us there because I really clearly did no, not No, I mean, we attention. circled back to, to spooky, spooky stuff we covered. Off the rails is, like, the only rails we follow. Off the, off oh. the crazy train, dare I say. I yeah. just, oh, hell yeah, John. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, so I, I uh, if, if I can be vulnerable, I studied religion in college. Oh. And this whole this whole thing made me remember what it was like to only do half the reading in, uh, in college. Were there kids who were like, like really into it? Yeah. People like do it. And then I would just kind of have to chime in and be like, yeah. And that's like crazy. Right. And then people be like, good job, Max. You fucking idiot. <laughs> Participation the grade. Yeah. We'll throw that 15% your way. We got exactly. You. Exactly. Uh-huh. I don't know. I mean, it's, there's like, but there's not that much to honestly analyze about the, the chapter. It's like a little bit strange in the beginning. And then, God is just like I. I found a gun. Who wants to shoot it with me? Like, God is back. <laughs> but I do know, like Miriam is like a huge. Like there's, I feel like there's like pages of like Jewish scholarship on like Miriam and who she was, and like I, what she means. I'm hoping. I don't. I don't know. I, any there, no, of I think it, there but. is. I think there's a lot that is like. I think we all assume that she's important because we all like grew up in traditions that kind of build up Miriam as a character and like, yeah, I think that, I don't know. I think that's valuable to a certain extent, given that this is all made up anyway. And I think that people were like, well, let's add a fucking woman to the canon, even though it's, she does weird fucked up racist shit. And I think it's worth noting that like, I think one of the things we've definitely, you know, mentioned time and time again, especially with a, a lot of our guests who are like a little bit more connected to their Judaism is that like, a lot of the stuff that we kind of grow up hearing and whatever these stories are like actually not part of the book. They're like based off of this one little line or whatever, but it's all kind of just like extra stories because this in and of itself is like, again, what are you going to fucking, what are you going to tell a kid about? Like, look, tribe of Judah, 74,000 people. Some of them didn't like ice cream. What are you going to tell a kid about that? But that was, Oh yeah. You reminded me too, at the end of like the first part of this, they do the like that prayer, like may God bless you and keep you, mm-hmm. which we all know, right? Like that's all been yeah. said to us yeah. at our bar mitzvah, and like it's it's kind of nuts. That's like nestled in between the like witch trial and the other thing. It's just kind of there, and you're like, oh, I remember this. I like know this from growing up, mm-hmm. but you the context feels off when you read totally. like, the whole thing, or just like non-existent. Because I yeah. remember at that when that was happening during my bar mitzvah, I was like, wow, this is like beautiful. Like what yeah. a nice feeling to have someone say that and like pray over you and then it's just it's in such a weird context in this it's also like the way they're saying it is not even like well i mean or i guess the point of it is to just be like hey look everyone we're stopping for the night so it's like oh this is just like the marching order to stop like everyone sit down yeah it's a bit more jews on the march like you know, go get them, boys, slash, like, safe travels. Jews on the march. <laughs> what a deep cut. Uh, that, I would love to hear Ozzy Osbourne write and cover Jews on the march. <laughs> Ozzy, if you're listening, come on the pod. <laughs> I, yeah, that would be a t- I I imagine having Ozzy Osbourne on the pod would be... Uh, I think it would be fun. Getting him I, on a Zoom would be difficult. Like, I was going to say, I think it would actually be a very difficult episode. There'd have to be a lot of coordinating with, like, his handlers or, or is whatever's he going on there. <laughs> Whoever he sold his soul to. He is just basically a character in what we do in the shadows at this point, to me, it feels like. But 
Well, it's also just it's worth noting that if you wanted to like bring the relationship, Ozzy is kind of Moses, and Sharon Osbourne is really God. She's the one who's kind of <laughs> making him do everything, and is kind of like, look. We need to buy another property, so I need you to go on the re, 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 re goodbye tour. Wait, is it a Britney situation? Does she have a conservatorship over Ozzy? No, no, okay. I think he's just like, remember when I ate bats and did drugs? Still would like to do it, but I'm too old. Anyways, shower me with affection, fans. They did, they did, do. They just tried to, they gave the old college try to like a reality show with him. I remember watching that. But it's also, like, what are you going to, what, how fun is they it had, really yeah. going to be? Yeah, they had to give him subtitles. Did uh, <laughs> is, he's not Jewish, is he? I know. I, I no. doubt it. I think someone might. But actually... who? The guy Gene Simmons is Jewish. They're like, is that is that a bad comparison? Are the rock and roll heads going to get mad at me? I mean, I mean, Gene, Gene yeah, because Gene Simmons is just like Jewy Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> <laughs> Kiss is kind of if Coca Cola was like, oh, I like this Ozzy Osbourne character. How do we get into that market? And then, like, you make Kiss and Gene Simmons was like, I'm your guy. Look at my tongue. <laughs> my my tongue-waving skills are better than my skills as a musician. Whoa. Whoa. Do you think this he's a good kisser? Not, to, not to throw it back to last week, but would you kiss kiss? I, I hate that. I hate that you did that. Okay. <laughs> All right. We can uh, probably head toward the finish line. All Any right. last thoughts on these little chapters, these little words of God? Um, if someone tells you to drink a bitter drink during an interrogation, don't do it. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to do that. Especially if it's you don't have to do it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's a bitter drink no one should have. Yeah, like the whole experience of this has been cool to like read the Torah like on my own. And I like how people talk about how like Judaism is very accessible to everyone. Like there's, you know, like no leaders, like not like there's rabbis or whatever, but it's supposed to be like community members and there's no hierarchy. And I think that's really cool. But like trying to read this on my own, I'm kind of like, I think we need a pope. Like, I think we, people should not try to, like, suffer through this by themselves. I think we need a leader to, like, tell us what it means. I'm full on into hierarchy now, having tried to read some mm-hmm. books of the Torah on my Do you have any nominations for Jewish Pope? Ooh. Uh, well, it was going to be Ozzy Osbourne, but that's out the window. <laughs> I feel like Sandy Koufax is kind of a dick, like, not going to lie. You can quote me on that. I have I no like proof. he might be a dead dick. I don't know. No, is he alive? He, I think he's alive. <laughs> Sandy Koufax? Yeah. I feel like he died he died of being alive in the forties. No, dude, that happened in like this okay, hang on. I'm not I, <laughs> I, I got it, I got it, I got it. I'm looking at uh, I wanna sound dumb. I'm no, he's sure alive. That that, I wanna yeah. sound dumb. He's eighty five. Um yeah. he's alive. He's definitely at time a dick. of recording for sure. Look at yeah. him now. Oh my god, he's fucking <laughs> hot. Okay, but he was you know, surprised the, that he's alive in that photo. All, all the Jewish kids that were good at sports are assholes. That's true. Quote me on that. I, you can put that wherever Probably. you want. Yeah, no, that's so true. So I feel the... like he's kind of a dick. So he can't be the Pope, the Jewish Pope either. Damn, so you just really hate the Maccabi games, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Did they try to get you to do that? I remember they like came in and pitched that to us at Sunday school. I know. And... I have friends who played in the Maccabi games. I was not athletic. No, no. I think they hosted it in or something. I had to do something with it um, instead of going – and hanging out with my friends because my mom was hosting two people who played in the Maccabi games. And I think that might have been 
that might have been the first time in my life that I was like, hmm, buildings, they can catch on fire. Like, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I was not happy. That weekend was terrible. Because I was, they, she was just like, oh, I know you don't like sports, but you should go watch these two strangers that are apparently your age run track and field. And I was like, that- and aren't they like, they're like from like, like Belarus or something, right? Like they're like the two Jews left in. It was wherever. It was not a yeah, fun. That's time. why they're the ones who run the fastest. You know. <laughs> okay. All oh, right. Oh, all right. Oh. I have no idea about the oh. political situation in Belarus. And it is still, I think it's bad, but I. What is still invited to there? there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whatever. This isn't. We'll do a. You know, for the Patreon, we can talk about Belarus. Maybe. <laughs> I believe that's where on uh, Alexander Lukashenko is still in power. I believe that's the guy. Um. He's Jewish? Uh, no. But is he Jewish? No. no. Good. Good. Um, anyway, nominations for Jewish Pope. I, I want to know what you guys think. I just think it's oh. interesting that you say that, that because I think in a lot of ways, like Catholicism and the Orthodox Church kind of resembles the religion in the Bible word for word a little bit more mm. than like Judaism does now, because they still do a lot of the like breastplate and like gold lamps and like right. burning the offerings yeah yeah so mm-hmm. i think jewish pope um well see i was thinking okay if we're not a jewish pope it should be someone whose tone matches how kind of strange the um the torah is and so i feel like it's got to be alan dershowitz i mean that guy is... <laughs> no, no, <don't. laughs> love that you said that he yeah, has been you know, like vying for that position he's his been entire life. vibing out of control for like <laughs> way too long i nominate okay. norman finkelstein because he's just fully the anti who's that he's just a uh really cool like left-wing jewish guy who has a lot of beef with alan dershowitz and like has written about him and then alan dershowitz has like called him a holocaust denier and shit um yeah, it's crazy. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah. If I was Jewish so those Pope two guys. for a day, if I was Jewish Pope for a day, I would. Uh-huh. My first decree would be that you can't levy that against people, like how people do it now, being a Holocaust denier. Unless you're like an actual one, like it's not yeah. an insult. It's just like a factual category, you know, of people. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. Yeah. Well, I think the other caveat of choosing a Jewish Pope is that every Jew in the world gets to vote. That should be how it works also. Yeah, everyone has their say. If it were up to me, and it's like, well, it is. (laughs) Wait, okay, but then if every Jew in the world got to vote, who would we end up with? That's that's another Oh, the most popular Jew. Uh, We would never know. It's a diverse and vibrant community. No, everyone would decide on one, and then someone would dig back, and they'd be like, oh, they're actually technically not halalically Jewish, so. (laughs) Yeah, right. There would be like a, a billion just like, challenge it lawsuits frankly <laughs> i think we're all no matter what sect you're in you're trying to find your jewish pope but maybe that's just how being a jew is you're just trying to find the leader that best suits you yeah i got invited to an orthodox wedding awesome. two days ago. yeah i don't think i'm gonna go they're fun they're really <laughs> they're, fun. They're fun i've been to several um, yeah i mean i've been to i've been to a bar after they've closed too it's we're all dealing with the same kind of things. Wait, why is your? That's what your opinion of a party is—is is just going to a bar after it closes. Well, I just mean that like that's when the real debauchery happens. Sure, I it's see, I see when you saying. can't get fined for anything anymore. Yes, this has gone from a place of commercial business to a private institution. 
Yes. Yeah, should we uh, sure. should we wrap it up? Talk about uh, yeah. cut it or keep it. I say I want to keep all the narrative stuff. We can cut all of the awful forced abortion shit. Obviously, um, that shit's pretty gnarly. But yeah, biblical truth serum. Don't need it. It's not even truth serum. It's it's like no, I said. I it's abortion lottery. Yeah. It's just like here's your scratcher. Truth hope- serum in quotes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I would def. I don't think you even need to keep all the narrative. I would definitely keep the exchange between God and Moses, where Moses is just like, dude, I'm fucking. I never signed up for this. I'm sick of it. See that gun you have over there? You can put it right to my forehead, please, and thank you. Um, I yeah. think I think every good story should have a point where the leader is just like, I'm fucking done. Yeah. If you love me, let me go. Yeah. And then yeah, in, a, in an ideal world, Moses goes off and, and writes a, a synth pop album. And it's just kind of like, yeah, man, I've been really reconnecting with myself. It's bad, yeah. but he gets all the support he needs. <laughs> yeah, and he gets a tell-all that's like they sell at the airport and only mm-hmm. at the airport. I would want to see that. Eyes wide open. <laughs> Moses, <laughs> Moses' story. Burning the burning. Feeling yearning the burning. to burn. The story of a bush. <laughs> yearning for a burning. Looked like you're yearning, yearning for a burning. <laughs> oh my god this is a crazy train indeed um <laughs> yeah max what do you say are you gonna keep keep this portion or cut it that's what i like keeping, to decide i don't know i'm like loki want to keep all of it because i i like i want to like challenge our modern spiritual leaders who are not popes to like synthesize it for us <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's, it's i'm like, really on that i'd but like I'm to keeping, see you try i'll i'll cut the shitty gender stuff but definitely keeping Sassy Moses. That yeah. is, uh, that's sure. been my favorite part mm-hmm. of all of this. Yeah. I think, uh, I think overall it is one of those things to be a little bit serious to where it's like that. I think there's more value in kind of reading this stuff with a critical eye, I think, than just on the like, what lesson can we like glean from this? And, and more on the like today, like today reading it. Uh, to look at it and just be like, how do you reconcile these these things? Because it would be one thing if the Bible were as like esoterically written as a lot of people say it is, where it's just like, oh, some of it's even just like poetry and it's all crazy and whatever. But like, there's tons of stuff in this text that is just straight up like, and the women are lesser. Period. End. Where yeah, it's, it's like, not like an interpretation. They just say so. Yeah. So I think it's it is I w- there's value in keeping it in the sense of like look ha- wanting to like connect with your tradition and one thing is good and whatever but when you're talking about these documents like you do actually have to reconcile the fact that like you can't just couch this all under in like I don't know spiritual beliefs sometimes they're a little wacky it's like yeah but what about the fucking abortion lottery and the fact that there is no punishment for men if they do anything similar how do you esotericize that yeah, esoterrorism. Yeah, Josh. I'm just I'm just gonna say Def- it. Definitely, yeah. man. Uh, does anyone wanna wanna bless us? Maybe Max. Will you you want you want me to bless you? We do a little, just a blessing. Well, well, to be clear, you don't have to bless like literally the three of us. It's just more like a little. We like to end on like a, you know, just like a. Yeah. Say some bullshit. Say some shit world. that JD would send it. Say at the end of a Scrubs, just kind of pontificate. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah! Okay, yeah. cool. That was a perfect reference. Okay, one Zach yeah. Braff is my nomination for Jewish Pope. That's clear. But okay, two. 
you know, looking back on it all, I think uh, I just really understand that the Torah and we as Jews are a people that are witchy as fuck, dude. Happy Halloween. <laughs> fuck yeah, spooky. Whoa. Fucking spooky serums. We fucking got it. Uh, may God bless you. May God keep you spooky. May God keep you spooky. <laughs> spooky serum. May, may God keep you spooky. May God keep you spooky. Yeah. Um, I think we can all agree yeah. on that. Hell yeah. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, thanks so much for coming on. This is so great.